0: Peace and blessings, everyone. It's your girl Mocasso, and we are here for another Women in the Metaverse Monday. And if you were at our Women in the Metaverse panel, then you know we are at one of um, our spaces that is also the Garden Club space. So this one was curated by um, Tiny Create. So shout out to her. We have some amazing spaces coming for women in the metaverse, which I'm super excited about. But I'm so excited about so many things first and foremost shout out to the panel that we just had it was amazing we had a great turnout amazing women coming and talking about amazing things about being women in the metaverse. Thanks to everybody that watched that. Um, And then from there we actually started our nft project for women in the metaverse because we want this to become a more intimate network so this was an nft that um i actually used ai to help generate and then minted and sent out to each of the women that filled out the google form now i was I'm kind of disappointed because I had it listed for free so that anybody can continue to mint there. Let me even flash over to OpenSea so you guys can see it. But um, somebody actually ended up buying 80 of them. So you can kind of see my transaction history here where I sent all of the women that filled out the Google form, their free NFT Um, And then somebody actually minted 90 of them for free and then relisted them for sale for $10. So unfortunately, we are going to have to find a better way to list that free mint to claim. Um, most of the time I do just do a Google form and then, you know, airdrop it myself to people. But I wanted to make the system a bit more automated and I really love being able to claim the mint for free. I even had an awesome little video where I got to do it and show you guys how you can claim it for free as well so that you have your wallet. You're claiming NFTs, you're getting to experience the amazing beauty of NFTs and You know there's there's going to be a uh, there's got to be a better way to get that done with being able to have these listed privately almost in a sense where you have to have the link to mint or something of that nature so i am going to be doing some digging to see how we can get that done until then this space will be open and not token-gated, so you are in luck and you are welcome to come and join the conversation. But I will say, I'm going to be working on this all week, and as soon as um, it's back up, it's going to be back up. So make sure you are staying tuned, and we're going to sit back down and keep this session going for another, another Women in the Metaverse session. As you guys can see, um, it takes a little bit playing around sometimes when when you're in the metaverse exploring. But, you know, that was one of the amazing things that we talked about when we were um, watching the Women in the Metaverse panel, hearing all of the different women talk about their different experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the um, amazing part of what it's like being a woman here in the metaverse. So... Shout out to Tiny, I see she just popped in. Welcome, welcome. Um, But today, because I wanted to show you guys all about the NFT, I wanted to even slow it down a little bit and talk about NFTs because I know we talk a lot about the metaverse and this digital revolution. And NFTs is one of those things that is a big part of that. And I know sometimes it gets glossed over or just put into that... I don't really understand it much category, so I'll get back to it in a sense. And y'all know, we're going to sharpen each other's iron and talk about it here. So, um, and and, you know, we won't go into the gory, gory details, but just to get started with what an NFT is. First of all, an NFT is something that, a, a very simple example, it's almost like a receipt right? That shows a proof of purchase or a proof of transaction. Um, So whether it's purchased or not purchased, you know, I can have something for sale and then show tiny like, hey, you can have this and I send it to you on the blockchain for free, or I can list it and it'd be $5. And then that transaction go on the blockchain. And that is the beauty of that NFT is that that transaction Goes on the blockchain, which is this like open ledger that shows everybody what's happening, just like I was showing you guys here for the NFT, right? For women in the metaverse, where I can go and look at the transaction history and I can see all the way from here, from where I minted it, all of the people I sent it to and again here you know i was able to track this person down see how they had 90 of it and i could even go to their profile i could you know take their wallet address if i really wanted and kind of go track them down on the um actual blockchain and see what other kind of things that they're into but um you know i I don't need to do that because it's not that deep now but it just goes to show again that transparency that the blockchain enables and when people talk about that ownership mattering that's why because just like you know say we were selling these or say we had these women in the metaverse nfts And say they really became a a prominent part in the metaverse, right? And so maybe now there's somebody similar that's making NFTs that look like it, like look like this picture, but it's not the same one. You can go to the blockchain and actually see if it's the original or not because you can see if it came from P2D Raw Network, right? Initially from the person that's selling it from there. And that's how it's, again, training people to be able to... To do their own research and being able to authenticate ownership track transactions and be able to show and prove that they did earn their uh digital assets and that's what makes these assets so valuable when you're wondering well why are people buying you know pictures of you know monkeys or of anything again it's that ownership that says, hey, you bought it from this person for this amount and it's on the blockchain. And one of the really cool things about it is you get to offer utilities. So I'll continue to show our example here because it was was a great example. And so Say for example, when you see this, you can see that there's unlockable content. Now the unlockable content is actually the uh, link for the women in the metaverse space. And as you can see, it's because um, some of our utilities here is you'll be able to join the recording live, which we're doing right now. And like I said, this will be token gated. So because you will need the NFT to be able to access this space, which will open it, Um, That then opens it up for where now you can come and actually sit to be a part of this podcast because just like we've seen a random person pop in here, as the um, metaverse becomes more robust, we want to protect these spaces. You know, a lot of people actually come into spaces very abrupt and kind of rude in a sense sometimes just kind of talking and unmuting and trying to catch what's happening and when you're live streaming or creating content um it, it can be a distraction and really kind of take away from what, what you have going on. Sometimes it's cool you know to see the random outverse and get the audience to see it live in action but when they're continuing to unmute and you have speakers it, it becomes very unprofessional at the same time especially if we're saying we want to be able to take our metaverse network podcast to a real network we have to iron out that production and token gating restricting it to just nft holders is a way that we can use nfts to help regulate that and not only uh, on the production side but also for our community side right because that was again another reason why we said hey let's make an nft just for women in the metaverse so that every woman that is a part of this network has this nft and feels connected to one another that it has these different utilities that we all can unlock and again, it's a way for you to connect your community at that point as well, which is something that is lacking in current businesses, right? Say right now, if I was to go to the um Nike store, right, and just bought a pair of Nikes, that's it. My transaction's over. I pay, they give me my receipt, I wear my Nikes, and I'm out here. Now, amongst Going outside, you might feel a certain connection if you see another person wearing Nikes. And maybe it's like you just got some new ones that just dropped and you see somebody else that just got the new ones that just dropped. There's like an underlying like, oh, hey, we're, we're connected because, you know, we're in tune kind of thing. And again, NFTs offer that same thing in this digital sphere where you get to go global and offers more because now you get to actually attach those utilities again where now if you hold our women in the metaverse nft not only will you get access to the token gated space but you will also be able to use the women in the metaverse space to host your own events in the metaverse and when you guys see this space that we have coming out next week um that's going to be for that it's going to be great because we're going to be able to have all different kind of spaces like i said this one is curated by tiny um so if she wants to you know offer this as one of those that women would be able to use that would be you know fine um because that's going to also be something we can do have different women that can can tribute to that even when i was thinking about like our next nft i'm like man we will be able to have like an ai contest and have everybody submit and we all vote and it again be a community of women in the metaverse that all hold this nft (laughs) that all feel connected to it and that's why it's going to transform business models because instead of now me just going to the nike store and getting a receipt even nike has um partnered with the artifact Project, and you know what, Tiny? I wasn't sharing my screen, but I will share it because I'm actually. Um, I'm actually here, you go. I'll share that screen for you there. Um, so, here on OpenSea, an um, artifact you see, it's right here at the top. Actually, um, partnered with Nike One, Nike Air Force Ones and the way that they're going to have people customizing and getting their shoes again it's connected to nfts so you see different businesses and how now even like i said nike understands hey our customers no longer just want a receipt and that to be the end of it because even with the clone x everybody that has a clone x has their own avatar which has their own identity and has their own traits so every single thing that you see a associated with on these shoes have different traits and different meaning that means so much within that community and it's just going to continue to grow because you can continue to add utility you can continue to add collaboration and by having this nft and saying okay well you know what if you hold an artifact nft or clone x nft then you will continue to unlock these utilities that's powerful and that's the beauty of these nfts again when it comes to talking about how content creators can again use these tools like nfts to be able to do so and um even the ones i was talking about ours that we were doing for the women in the metaverse it's those were free but even being able to sell your your fashion and your items as nfts offer that as well because again say now one of the first things iris sold um or tried to sell uh, or actually no it did sell on um as the nft was a physical tie-dye t-shirt and when people bought the physical tie-dye t-shirt they got a digital avatar wearing the t-shirt So they got you know a picture of a digital model wearing the t-shirt and then i also sent them the physical t-shirt and that was my way of being able to sell my physical items so instead of starting a traditional business you know and going that way i just went right to being going to the nfts going to that ownership why because again it offers resale value For the person that's buying it. It offers community to the person buying it. It offers, again, more that says, hey, if you like buying these clothes from me, um, well, we're going to have lots of collections that come from that. And you'll start to see a lot of different communities doing that. Um, with especially, like I said, more web 2 businesses like the Nikes and the, those businesses that you're already used to shopping at coming in and using their NFTs to capture their community. And one thing I will say with that is you gotta um, you know be mindful because again it is for consumership you know it is um, when you see a lot of those businesses it's because they want you to hold their nft so that you get discounts on buying things right and I mean think about it if you are an avid Nike shopper maybe you like your points and your perks for spending you know $50 and getting something free or being able to get a heads up on the new drop and things like that so maybe just those perks would be good enough for you that's what this will start to enable you know those people that are diehard supporters and want to support you as you're growing this is going to really be able to enable them to also receive incentives because you want to think about how you can incentivize and show those that are supporting you how you know you appreciate them and the little things that you can do by giving them an advantage for having that first movers advantage and supporting you early and things like that so it gets really exciting with how you can use nfts most majority i want to say 99 percent of the nfts that you see come out of the p2d raw network are for free or earned more than anything um like you have to come to a space you have to come to an event tiny always kicks butt in game night so you know you have to win game night there's you have to do something because again that's how we show our community we appreciate the energy they put in for coming to an event so that they have an nft that again will unlock all kinds of stuff in the future because y'all know we just getting started and all of our nfts can offer anything because you can say hey if you hold this nft then that gives you access to this next nft or this next collaboration or just again anything so I'm saying a lot of these words just because, again, I want to give you guys more examples on how NFTs can use and make it in a very simple way. Because again, I know there's a lot of technical ways to explain it and I've I've written articles, I've done the technical ways of explaining it, but I know that's where it gets confusing. And I want this to be a very simple way for you to understand most importantly how nfts are going to be used because they're going to be able to be used in every form of business the most um example i gave right now was like as a receipt form but literally even like your lease for where you live will be an nft one day because the nft is just a smart contract and a smart contract says okay if this person has this and this person does this then they'll get that Right. So say, for example, if instead of signing a lease, your landlord will say, hey, this person will stay in this house for 12 months. They'll pay $1,200 every month by the first. And, um at the end of 12 months they have to re-sign a lease or pay month to month right that's like a very basic lease in a very basic sense and that's what that smart contract would say right so that's what their lease says maybe i move in so i go ahead and mint that nft signing it paying my 1200 dollars initially for you know buying it and then however the smart contract self-executes from there maybe it takes out $1,200 automatically you know or maybe you get a link to be able to get access to their portal where you can go and pay your, your rent every month from there. Um, but it becomes that simple where even landlords will be able to use NFTs as their contracts because that's what it is. It's, but it's a smart contract because it can be self-executing. It can automate itself. And again, even now, think about how many and what I want to use that leasing example because think about how many people have now started subleasing. Or using um, Airbnb and things like that think about how now even you can break down that smart contract so now you have you done rented from someone and so now it says okay tiny is the landlord and owns the woman in the uh, metaverse space Mo is renting it from tiny for for $1,200 for 12 months but for one month Mo is gonna lease it to Jazzy for $100 And then that's the end of that contract. Okay, and now the next month, Moa's going to lease it to um, China for three months for $400. And we can keep breaking down that contract from there. And why that matters is because, again, think about being able to trace it on the blockchain being able to authenticate look think about how weird airbnb has gotten now right you see so many the things where people having to put keys over their locks when they go to airbnbs because owners are coming back in or you know houses aren't really being owned by the people that's being rented in it or people are squatting in it and doing all different kind of things that are aside from the contract because they didn't realize that was happening because you know reviews can say one thing But being able to look at the blockchain and be able to see who really paid for what and what the contract guidelines state that becomes a powerful tool for all of society when all of that is transparent and you start to see NFTs code for car leases, houses, in any which way that you're shopping, you'll start to see more and more NFTs being used and um, offered as incentives because that's what they are. They're incentives for the community, ways to connect consumer and producers and keep that cycle. So on that note i don't want to continue to ramble on too much longer i just want to give you guys a little bit of food for thought about nfts and how you might be able to use them in your own businesses like i said i gave you a few different examples to start stirring up those gems um oh okay let me see tiny can you clarify how personal info like addresses etc are hidden even though the transactions are public um, yes, so your public or your personal information is hidden because the only thing people can see is your wallet address on there. So like, for example, I will go ahead and share my screen again. Um, so that way you can see, you can see how we can track track something down. So I'll leave this uh, screen over here for you to watch as we do this. Okay, so like if we were here, okay, I'm gonna go back to my profile. I'm gonna look at the ones I created for today or, or have for today. And say I wanted to track down this dude, right? Like see who is this and what has this person been doing? So I can copy their wallet address. And then I would just go to EtherScan, scan. Um, and this has like everything on the, um, Ethereum blockchain and so here where it says search by wallet address I would just paste their wallet address in there and then I can see so this is everything I can see about this person now so this is their wallet address which I can copy there I can click to view it as a QR code and um, it says message this address on the uh, block scan chat so maybe like if I was mad at that person I could actually come on here and try to message them and be like hey why would you do that to my you know my mint and you ruined my mint and everything but again it's not that deep <laughs> I can see uh, how much ethereum they have here so you know I can see that they have 0.00002 of it so I see they are trying to make some money obviously but more importantly i can see everything that they've been minting right within the past 40 40- years i can't see um, the new screen I'm, I'm still on his i can only see his open seat. oh let me see okay hang on one second oh sorry i should have shared my whole screen so on okay, ether scan <laughs> so let me go back a step here so on when you open ether this is the screen that it takes you to so after you have the wallet address you would paste it into there and this is where it shows you everything about them so like this is his wallet address this is where i was just showing that i can chat him if i wanted uh this is their qr code this is their balance Uh, this is how much that is so it's about 37 cents in, you know value Uh, if they had like a different name that's where it would be right here but most importantly i can see all of their different transactions right here you know like nft transfers we can see all of this right here We can see ERC20. So we can see everything that this person has been doing here. Um, But that's it. It doesn't show anything else. Like, it only will show your wallet addresses on here. And so, like, here, I'll share this tab instead. So you see, even when I said, like, oh, other addresses for here, it will show you, like, um, their wallet address on Etherscan, Polygon Scan, and the uh, Gorelli Testnet. But again, it will only show the wallet address here. It, it never reveals um, the information from the person behind the wallet address. And so the, the only time that you really see that is if you have to do something called like KYC, which is know your customer. Um, And that's like what usually more so just for the actual platforms where you are minting it, like say, for example, on OpenSea, you know, like if you use like MetaMask or um, any of the other side wallets where you can like buy crypto to put crypto on your MetaMask, how you have to like add your ID and your actual information. Um, You only have to put that on those ones for like banking, but even they don't release it. So usually if you have to provide personal information, it's for, it's because it's like for the actual platform and they're using it behind the scenes and usually for tax purposes. And so if you see like a regular um, thing, a regular website asking for a lot more information than that, be weary, definitely do your own research because in this new day and age, all you should have to do is connect your wallet address which is one of those things that is really cool. When you start seeing, you know, more web three websites, everything you do would just be connect your wallet address, sign it, and that's it. That way, again, everybody sees what everybody's been doing, where everybody's been. Uh, You've had to sign for it. So, you know, you authenticated that you did it. And that's where it will get very interesting for better or for worse. I think transparency calls for uh, also regulation like that. You know, I I had that free meant and then somebody came and minted them all you know take like a self-governing sense or <laughs> in ways where you know even tiny who, who had to ask you know okay well how can we safeguard our, ourselves being in these spaces and that's always what you want to be asking when before you meant, before you interact with any kind of contract before you click on any links before you sign anything um always double check that never ever ever give away your secret phrases like absolutely never no one should ever ask you for that information that is only a login and that is only you logging into your like imagine if you were logging into your bank account with like your life savings on it okay treat that secret phrase like that but also make sure you have it somewhere because if you have to log back into your stuff Um, And you don't have it, you won't be able to get back into it. So it's also like you won't even be able to get into your bank account with all your life savings if you don't have it. So your secret phrase is one of those that you want to have, but never give out so another little tidbit on security right there when it comes to nfts and y'all know that's what we always hear for asking growing um learning sharing like i said you know i was excited to figure out how to do that freeman, and it it ended way too quickly i had too many videos and flyers (laughs) ready to go um all the spaces everything lined up and when i seen that right before filming it was really disheartening to see um that it didn't work out as well as i thought but you know we're going to live and learn and keep giving it a try and it happens so y'all be on the lookout we will have another nft um somehow some way and yeah, uh, Tiny, did you have any other questions or thoughts about NFTs? I know you, you're very familiar with how we can use the NFTs. Um, if you guys don't know, Tiny creates, creates all kind of things within the metaverse that she also sells at NF, as NFTs. One of those being her physical to digital jewelry. Um, So she makes physical jewelry and then uh, she made digital counterparts. Um, So if you've seen, she had a few pieces that were dropped during New York Fashion Week that were amazing. Um, And it was just really cool to be able to see that experience with her making the physical and then sharing that digital twin for the digital and those are all sold again as nfts and why that matters to someone like her for another example is because just like i said she handmade those jewelry pieces right so these were one of one pieces where she's selling it online and and, you know at her normal store and doing her normal pop-ups and selling her normal handmade jewelry for you know 20 30 40 50 dollars which is great you know still great margins but being able to say you know what i'm an nft artist this is a one of one this has more utilities that will come in the future then enabled her to be able to put herself at another extra layer of value for her customers, right? Like, hey, you're not only getting this physical version, but you're also getting the digital version that you can wear as an AR filter, right? So if you're on Zoom meetings, now you can still wear your earrings without having to actually wear your earrings on Instagram or in the metaverse, you know, on your avatar right now. You know, we we actually just did a how to customize your avatar workshop and tiny. We definitely going to have to get those um bracelets that that blood diamond or yeah that um blood dragon um bracelet on us here in the metaverse and um make it definitely fun and so yeah but that's how again as being able to add that hey this comes with the nft and adds that layer it makes tiny now stick out from anybody else that's selling jewelry right because now she offers an nft and she can now also help other jewelers see how they can use nfts in order to authenticate their jewelry how important is it to authenticate jewelry or authenticate your jewelry in the jewelry business, right? Being able to show the gold and where you got it from and that you made it in this whole pr- process and being able to track that. So now being able to use the blockchain and NFTs even makes that even more powerful. So I know I said I won't continue to ramble on and I can't kind of just answer for tiny, but. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, Tiny, did you have anything else you wanted to add about NFTs or any other questions? Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think I'm okay for now. But that uh, that was a question that I had earlier that I dropped in there that I was asking uh, thinking about. Awesome. I definitely appreciate that. I was definitely always worried in the beginning too. Like, am I sharing too much? Am I doing too much? Like, is this okay? Is that not okay? Um, Sharing your wallet address is another one of those things. Like when you first get started, you always see people saying share your wallet address and it becomes an iffy question. Sharing your wallet address is perfectly fine to do so. Um, the only thing that can happen is people can, one, search it, just like how I showed you guys. I can look up Etherscan. If anybody knows your wallet address, they can go and look it up, uh, which is fine. You know, They can't do much but just see everything that you've been buying or selling on um, the Ethereum blockchain there. Um, or also send you things. So, like if you go to OpenSea and you see like you have a bunch of random NFTs in there that you've never minted or have no idea how they got there, um, it's usually because somebody just sent it um, to you because they got your wallet address somehow, some way. Sometimes they find them on OpenSea. People have really odd ways of farming and getting wallet address. But if they find your wallet address somehow and send it to you, um, that is how you can also get that. And if you ever see one of those random NFTs in your wallet, you should not interact with it um, because although um, it cannot harm you for being in there, if you then interact with that contract, that is where you start to become uh, susceptible for risk. So, if you ever see a random, in that, a random NFT in your wallet, just ignore it. Act like you don't see it. Um, it. It won't ignite itself in there. Just don't click it. Act like it's a spam spam email. Um, but sharing your wallet address is one of those things that is perfectly fine to do so. Um, just don't be sharing it all over Twitter because, like, you know, the bots be crazy there now. And you definitely will end up with a whole bunch of wild <laughs> NFTs in your, in your OpenCM box so on that note that was all i really wanted to wanted to say about nfts like i said i wanted to keep it very simple very untechnical Um, And if you guys want more of a technical explanation, I'm pretty sure I have a video on YouTube and I would drop it in the link below so that you guys can see a more technical explanation of it. And then also go and do your own research. Go watch another video about NFTs, the different kind of NFTs, the different kind of smart contracts, the different utilities that you can add with them and start brainstorming with how you might be able to add nfts to your own business your own life and take it up a notch we'll catch you guys next week for another iron sharpening conversation peace